This is WWJ All Local. Michigan State Police providing more information on a shooting that closed a major Detroit freeway overnight. WWJ's Luke Sloan joining us live with details. Jackie, good morning. The shooting, the shooting happened on the Southfield Freeway, northbound near 7 Mile. A 911 caller told police he was driving a green Chevy Suburban in the left lane when a white Chevy Suburban pulled up alongside him in the center lane and fired multiple shots at his car. After firing the shots, the white Suburban immediately exited at 7 Mile. Michigan State Police say they observed approximately 10 bullet holes in the caller's car. The caller was not hit by any of the bullets, but did suffer some minor cuts due to the shattered glass. The freeway was closed for an evidence sweep for about an hour last night. Anyone with information on the suspect is asked to call police. An investigation continues this morning. Reporting live, Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. It's a video that's gaining a lot of attention. A school bus driver in Detroit fighting with an elementary school student. There's now an investigation into the incident as we hear in this live report from WWJ's Charlie Langton. Good morning, Charlie. Welcome back. Good morning, Tony. Yeah, hey, listen, this video has gone viral. This bus driver fighting on her bus with a 12-year-old student. Detroit Public Schools hires Trinity Transportation to transport students to uh, some schools like the Carver Stem Elementary, uh, Elementary Academy. rather. That's on Detroit's west side. Well, the video apparently shows this girl uh, looking out the window, uh, and then the bus driver taps her on the shoulder saying, get back, and maybe uses a bad word to... You know, to get her back in the school, uh, back in the bus, rather. And then there's a fight broke out. Now, the bus driver has a different version of the story. The bus driver says that the girl went up to the front of the bus and then threw the first punch. In any event, the bus driver has been suspended, and the family has hired an attorney to investigate the situation. And we understand that the Detroit police, they're taking a look at this viral video to see if there could be possible criminal charges. Reporting live here in Detroit, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. All right, thanks, Charlie. The Powerball jackpot now eluding lottery players for nearly three months jumps again to the second largest prize in game history. The jackpot for the Saturday, October 29th drawing is an estimated $800 million after no tickets matched all six numbers drawn on Wednesday night. The white balls, 19, 36, 37, 46, and 56. The red Powerball, 24. Six tickets matching all five white balls for a $1 million prize. One of those tickets sold in Michigan. The record-holding Powerball jackpot, a little more than a billion and a half dollars, was won in 2016 by players in California, Florida, and Tennessee. Aaron B., WWJ News Radio 950. A 32-year-old northern Macomb County man is not right now in police custody in connection with the murder of his neighbor. The Macomb County Sheriff's Office says a 65-year-old man was killed on Tuesday night at an apartment building in Memphis. The man in custody lives in that same building. The person who called 911 to report the killing was the suspect. He was immediately arrested. Investigators are working this morning to find a possible motive. Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Republican challenger Tudor Dixon continue to canvass the state, spreading their message to voters with less than two weeks until Election Day. Dixon returns to Metro Detroit today as a featured speaker at the Stand Up St. Clair rally at the St. Clair United Methodist Church. She will deliver remarks at the event starting at 1130 this morning. Whitmer will continue her bus tour of the state tomorrow, making stops in Bay City, Saginaw, Flint and St. John's. When you think of MTV, the first thing that comes to mind likely isn't civic engagement. But personalities with the channel want that to change. Tomorrow is MTV's early voting day, a tradition started to help all eligible voters celebrate the act of voting early. 
MTV is partnering with the City of Detroit and the Pistons to bring several early voting events to the city tomorrow. The Pistons will host a vote early game day. Clark Park and the Northwest Activity Center, meanwhile, are hosting a pair of Detroit Votes events. MTV Senior Manager of Social Impact Vaughn Bagley says these events help foster what voting should be, which is fun. It also should be celebratory. You should be able to go vote with your friends. You should be able to go to an election party and wear that I Voted sticker with pride. Um, and so what we're trying to do is bring music and food and fun and all the things that, um, that make it feel like it should feel. Eligible voters don't have to register to participate in the in-person absentee voting events. The downtown Detroit building, once known as CompuWare, could soon lose its original occupant. According to Cranes and the Detroit Free Press, the mainframe computer software company known as BMC CompuWare since 2020 signed a lease at the Southfield Town Center complex of Office Towers. BMC CompuWare has been recently looking to leave one campus, Martius. The company built the iconic 15-story downtown, downtown CompuWare building in the early 2000s for a cost of $350 million. Lions fans had plenty of reactions yesterday after team owner Sheila Ford-Hamp spoke with the media to assess the team's struggles. WWJ's Chris Fillar joins us live with the story. Chris? Yeah, if you're worried that the Lions may move on from their head coach and GM yet again, well, Sheila Hamp is trying to calm your nerves. I believe in the leadership. Yeah, we'll see. She requested to speak to the media herself as frustration begins to mount with that 1-5 start to the year and struggles continuing from previous seasons. Now, as for the team itself, quarterback Jared Goff was asked if he shares her opinion on Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. I'm very confident. I think I appreciate when she's able to speak in front of you guys like that. Uh, we've got the right guy in place and just need to execute. I know it's redundant. I know I've said it every week, but if we execute what we do in practice on Sundays, we will typically have good results. And we have certainly at times done it right and executed and our leadership has been as good as we want it to be. And uh, it's just, it's about doing it on Sunday. Yeah, a couple of wins would be nice in the near future and would go a long way to quell the anger and confusion by the fan base who are getting very impatient yet again. But Sheila says that she hears you, agrees, and that she is also frustrated, but again, wants to let the process play out. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio 950. The Lions fan base impatient? I've never heard of such. I, never. And no. Yeah, and I haven't heard of being patient either. So you just got to wait a while. Plus years. Just got to wait a while. Okay. <laughs> if you look at just a couple of decades, give it. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> We've been telling you about a $1 million Powerball ticket that was sold in Michigan, and now we know where. The ticket for last night's drawing was purchased at the Sharoff Oil on Greenfield in Dearborn. Whomever bought it matched all five white balls. WWJ's Charlie Langton is there, and he'll have more coming up in a live report at 7.30. Beyond that, no one matched all of the numbers to take the big jackpot home, so Friday's prize will be at least $800 million. Million. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.